You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. HRN is food radio supported by you. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. Forno Bravo produces the world's finest modular and assembled pizza ovens. Since 2003, Forno Bravo has provided beautiful and well-made wood and gas-fired brick ovens to homes, outdoor kitchens, restaurants, and mobile businesses around the world. Forno's ovens stretch from basic to professional models, cast refractory, steel, and brick cores. Modular kits and fully assembled ovens to meet any requirement, as well as custom tile patterns, colors, logos, and exterior shapes. Emphasizing variety as well as quality and craftsmanship, Forno Bravo creates the perfect aesthetic for your space as well as solid technology. After thousands of satisfied customers, Forno Bravo is just getting started. Learn more about their products at ForneauBravo.com. Hearst Ranch is a proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. The Hearst family has been raising cattle on the rich, sustainable native grasslands of California's Central Coast for over 150 years. Piedra Blanca Rancho in San Simeon is the original Hearst Ranch, founded by George Hearst in 1865. George's son was the famous publisher, William Randolph Hearst. In addition to being known for building the iconic Hearst Castle, William was, like his father before him, an avid rancher. In his words, I would rather spend a month at the ranch than any place in the world. Thanks to one of the largest land conservation easements in California history, a joint effort with the California Rangeland Trust, the American Land Conservancy, and the state of California, the working landscape at Hearst Ranch will be preserved forever. Learn more about Hearst Ranch at HearstRanch.com. Hi, this is Peter Reinhardt. Welcome to Pizza Quest. I am coming to you today from the Northeast Pizza and Pasta Expo in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Um, it's been a year since we were here, um, and... Uh, we're going to start with uh, our very first interview today. It's uh, Sunday morning, early. I'm with Rob Cervoni uh, of Long Island, New York. What's the name of your pizzeria, Rob? Talio Pizza. Talio. Talio yeah. Pizza now, in Talio. Mineola. Well, that says a lot. In Mineola? Correct. Okay, we're going to find out all about uh, that because Rob is not only kind of specializes in Roman style, which we want to hear more about, but was recently on Chopped. And for those of you, should we should we should we give them the spoiler alert or what? Yeah, spoiler alert. I I'm I'm a Chopped champion, right? So so Chopped is a is a show on Food Network yeah. where uh, basically you get a mystery basket of ingredients, and every single round you advance and someone gets chopped. And it was a pizza themed episode, and they they put basically Roman style against tavern style against New York style against Detroit style. That's awesome. That's a, I mean that's kind of a dream competition because people are always arguing about styles and things like that. Yeah, no, it was fun because because uh, you know Roman style pizza is still relatively new in the United exactly. States, and and it was great for me to put it on the national stage and and give it the respect it deserves. So, and it was a lot of fun doing the show, a very nerve wracking, but yeah. but it was fun. Well, you're you are your your pizza Italio is again the word itself means baked in a pan, right? Correct. So Italio means uh, by the slice, and in Rome it's implied uh, pizza al taglio. Uh, which is implied to be Roman-style pizza in Rome. It's a, it's a street food that they serve by the slice, and it's cut with traditionally with scissors or with these shears in the in the blue steel pans. It's, and and for anyone who has not had it, please take my word for it. When it's done right, it will blow your mind. It, when it's done right, and I even said this on the episode of Chop, when 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 Roman pizza is done right, 
to me, it's the best pizza in the world. And that's what made me fall in love with it. I fell in love with it right here at the Atlantic City show about five years ago when I met uh, Massimo. Yeah. And is that who you studied with? Yeah, Massimiliano is, uh, is my mentor and was my instructor for Roman-style pizza. And now me and Massimiliano have um, uh, international pizza school where we teach Roman-style pizza all around the world, and we do pizza consulting. And so you take it on the classes. road. They don't come to you, Correct. you go to them. No, no. Uh, we have two classes where they come to us, uh, up in Fierro, um, in Brewster, New York, uh -huh. for the Fierro Forni with Mara oh, Forni. Okay, we do their yeah. pizza university, and then we also do it at my pizzeria in Mineola on Long Island. That's amazing. So it's a new concept. I mean, for many people, Roman style is new. How's the reception? Man, people, people love it. The, the thing with Roman-style pizza is people don't understand it until they taste it. Once they taste it, they're hooked, right? You have to get it sampled, and that's why these, these, uh, these expos are so important. Pizza yeah. Expo in Vegas, Pizza Expo here in uh, Atlantic City is really our opportunity to sample out this product and make people fall in love with the Roman-style. And we're so fortunate that... You know, me and Massimiliano are kind of the ambassadors for the United States to, to push Roman style yeah. forward. And if you look, I mean, now in the in the competition uh, this year, there's a Roman style division. Oh, that's new. So it's new and, and it just makes you realize like, hey, we're doing our job to push Roman yes. style to the forefront. And it, and it kind of highlights the fact that pizza is an ever evolving universe. I remember when there was no Detroit style category and then all of a sudden Detroit style is on the map and, and, and suddenly now... You know, there's dozens of people entering in that category. So, how many are, are there? There entries this year in the. In the so Roman I think there's stuff? twenty. There's twenty-two people this year. And, wow, that's and a lot. I I think for that's a lot for for yeah. this Atlantic City show. And I think in Vegas it may even double. Wow. Um, if they if they keep it around and there's a, a good showing, I'm actually going to judge that competition um, because I really I was going to compete, but I decided to to give the. I wanted it to be judged correct, and I felt that uh -huh. the only way that I could do that is if I was there judging and overseeing, making sure that uh, the the competition had some integrity and and pizza romana was put, you know, kept to its standard. Yeah, and which is, I mean, you're you're a New York guy, right? Yeah. So you didn't grow up with Roman style pizza. How did you get turned on to so, it? So, my my family's from uh, Frosinone, which is a, a region just an hour south of Rome by uh -huh. car. Um, very that that pizza is everywhere in that in that region uh so just from going to italy in the summer times and my grandmother making it and, and that kind of thing you know it's really like it's it was never really like a gourmet pizza it was just like kind of a quick easy thing for you on the go or yeah. grab it at a bakery or even for it's breakfast kind of like almost like a focaccia type yeah thing. and then guys like you know massimiliano and gabrielli banchi yeah. and all these guys kind of really made it that artisanal gourmet pizza that we see today and i know that banchi put it on the international map correct he was he, the first superstar of that style yeah and and my, i've never been to banchi i've never been to pizzarium in in rome uh, I've only had your version, you know, Massimo's, uh, yeah. the, the version that you guys brought here. Very similar. And, but, it look, but they look different also. It seems like the Banji version is much more bready-like and and um, more whole, there's a lot of whole grain and all. How's your your style different? Yeah, so, so Banji, I can't really speak for him. I don't know him personally, but from what I've seen of his pizza, you know, he's a bread baker first. First uh, and foremost, uh, he's a bread baker and a, and a, and a, and a baker. So I think his Roman-style pizza, a lot of his technique is is bread-based, whereas Massimiliano's technique is more of a, a pizza-based, you know, and, and that's kind of, 
he was we we try to keep it a pizza at the end of the day. We don't want people to call it focaccia or anything like that. We want people to bite it and say, "Oh, this is great pizza." Yeah, you know. And and one of the things that the first thing I noticed about my for my very first bite is it's how light it is, how light and airy, and and yet it's got that wonderful snap. There's this. It has. It checks all the boxes. All the boxes. It's super light, crispy, airy. Soft center, tender. Are you, you know, making it here in the Atlantic? We Station? are. Yeah, we're going to be. You know, when yeah, I get a break, you know yeah, where I'm going to be heading. Yeah, we're going to be at the Fiero booth. Uh, Massimiliano's there. He's making pizzas, and we're going to swap in and out. And, um, and, and tomorrow he, I'll be judging. Gonna, and he's going to come on uh, on the podcast. Yeah, he's coming on uh, uh, sometime today. Uh, later today. Yep. Uh, I have. A, yeah, I do it later today. Yeah. You got okay. Good. So we'll be talking a lot about Roman style over the next couple yeah, episodes. Yeah. And uh, but. Rather than me try to describe it, since you're kind of in, in the center of the hurricane there, can you describe for people who have never had it what it is, how it's made, what, how it's different? And, and uh, again, um, I, I, when I tell people about it, I say, well, like it's kind of like there's like two schools of it. There's the, the Banchi school and then there's the Massimiliano school. Yeah. Uh, and I know that for, for, for those who are listening, you can go to YouTube and watch some phenomenal videos of uh, of Massimiliano and actually, maybe you have some up there now yeah, too, so, Rob. So we do a lot of stuff. I do a lot of tutorial stuff on YouTube, uh, not on YouTube, on Instagram. Uh huh. Um, but to describe Roman style pizza, you know, it's a it's a high hydration dough, eighty uh, percent. It is typically a longer fermentation time, so it's a high protein flour that we ferment up to ninety six hours. Um, what that does is it. it it makes the it gets the simple sugars all eaten up, so the glycemic index goes down, which makes it super light, super so, airy, super digestible. Yeah, let me ask you. So when you said eighty, you said eighty percent hydration. Eighty percent. But when I first saw him making it, I thought he was doing as much as ninety percent hydration. So Does that yeah, vary? So I do eighty percent. I like to. Um, I dialed it back a little bit for my staff and for mass production because uh -huh. we're just so busy. Um, you can go up to ninety percent. Um, Does the it, flour determine that? Yeah, to some it does, you got to use a super high, pro, uh, super strong flour yeah. with a lot of protein. I think for me, the sweet spot is anywhere from eighty to eighty-five percent, and you get the best results. Anything really over that, I mean, it's just experimentation, and and it works, but I, I don't think it's necessary. Uh, but does time matter? Is, the, is that time, a big factor? Yeah, time is a huge factor. So we do direct fermentation, a cold bulk. Um, sometimes up to 96 once again that depends on the flour there's some really good flour um the caputo i use all caputo products and so we that, so that was going to ask you so uh i know that that there's a lot of flowers that could possibly work in it but, sure. but your, your flower of choice right now is so caputo so, which funny enough me and me and massimiliana has two different flowers that we like to use he likes to use saccharoso which is one of caputo's oldest flowers super super strong um that he likes to push his fermentation times up past 96 hours. I think he's a little bit of a, a mad scientist. He, he, yeah, he's pushing the envelope. Yeah, always. he pushes yeah. the envelope. Yeah. And then uh, for me, I like the Nuvola Super. Nuvola Super is a Caputo flour. It has a little That's bit of a, a pre new flour. Yeah, it's the new flour. has a little bit of a pre-ferment in it. Technically, it's right on the borderline between a zero and a double zero. Um, and I find that that works really amazing at 48 hours beautiful really good flavor yeah um you get a great crumb structure a great crisp i think they really formulated it perfectly is there the possibility of too long of a fermentation if you go to if you go to 60 or 70 yeah. hours so that so the nuvola super i find uh after 72 hours it kind of kind of dies out you the sweet spot is right 
48, right in between That's that 48 to 72. So it's really a different process than his process. Yeah, really a different process. Look, look same technique, same bread baking, uh, same uh, dough making technique, and it's just the fermentation time that varies. At, at some point during the day, uh, or today or tomorrow, will you both be baking side by side, and so I could try the difference between your version and his version? So we only brought uh, we only brought the his version of the dough okay. today because so when you do these shows, yeah. typically the fermentation time is always going to be longer because we're traveling from Long Island to oh, Atlantic yeah, City. Yeah. So we're going to push the envelope here with the with the fermentation time. So we felt that. Uh, Saccharoso was the was the best option for this show. So we're going with the, with the Massimiliano yeah. version, which we're going means with he the made it though a few days ago to get yeah, it. Yeah, we made it. Yeah, we made it two days ago and, in Mineola. Uh, what booth number? So I know how to find you. Oh, I don't. I don't, right, know, the, I don't know the booth number, but it's the Fierro Fierro Group. The Fierro booth. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm. I'm just. This. This won't help you who are listening, yeah. but. Uh, it will help me when I'm yeah, tra- when yeah, I'm yeah. on the run trying to find it in between tapes. Yeah, it's right next to the the competition area. Okay, I'll find you, and. Um, uh, the other thing that that uh, can you talk a little bit about the toppings that you do the way you the way you finish them off. So that's the beauty of Roman style pizza, right? It's there's no right or wrong way to do it, and that's what made me fall in love with it. You know, New York pizza and pizza that you find in Naples or Rome. You know, some of the stuff we do here is they call me disgrazia, which means like, what are you doing putting chicken on a yeah, pizza right, right, or right. buffalo chicken and and I'll tell you what, on Long Island, at least, buffalo chicken is is my number one selling yeah, price. Yeah, right. But why can't we put toppings that we all grew up with that are nostalgic to you, yeah. and just give the people a better a better uh, a better canvas, right? Uh-huh. So the Roman pizza, I look at it as a canvas to create beautiful art, right? Anything you want to put on it, anything you could dream to put on it, you can, and you could make it great. So you don't feel constricted by no, I don't custom feel, or tradition. No, I, I don't. And I think I think some people do. Like I know Massimiliano's super traditional. Yeah. Whereas I stray and some of the stuff I even put on the pizza, he looks at me like I'm crazy. But if you look at the videos of the guys who are doing Roman style pizza in in Italy now, they're putting Bugatini inside the, the Roman pizza and they my friends in Rome are calling me, Hey man, how do I make uh, Cheese, uh, bacon cheeseburger pizza, and I'm like, guys, I don't even make bacon cheeseburger pizza. Just make sure you lock the door yeah, because people yeah. at night are going to come and they're going to be yeah. looking for you. Yeah, I don't even do that stuff. But I've gotten calls saying, hey, we want to put bacon cheeseburger because cheeseburgers in Rome are huge right now. That's interesting, and it's and it's crazy to hear that. But that shows kind of the influ- how the influence is kind of slingshot back and forth between the two cultures. Yeah, and I, I think Americans love to break the rules. I think, I think social media has created that. You know, years ago, you would never see uh, an Italian putting buffalo chicken on a pizza. But I can't tell you how many of my friends in Rome called me and say, hey, how do I make buffalo sauce? Because they don't have that. There. Oh, they, don't yeah, even, yeah, yeah. they don't know what it is. Or what kind of cheese do you put on the bacon cheeseburger? Well, you need American cheese. Well, what the heck is American <laughs> cheese? Right? And, right. I, I can imagine telling an Italian to use American yeah, cheese. Yeah, I, so. I don't even know how to explain that to you. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it did? So, so... Um, it really American. You can't use like cheddar. I guess or you could. You, I, I always tell them, hey, if you could find cheddar cheese, use that. Yeah. But you know, it's it's tough to find. But it just goes to show you that <laughs> like the renaissance of yeah. pizza, even yeah. in even in Italy, and I think it's super influenced by social media because these guys were connected be, like we've never have been before. Like I post a video, and 
the guys in, in Rome see it, and then they post a video, and I see it, yeah. and they're trying to mimic what I do, yeah. and I'm trying to mimic what they do, and it's and you get these these amazing creations. And that, I think that's what, that has accelerated sort of the evolution of yeah. of everything, but especially yeah. certainly in this category. Yeah, yeah. So, so what kind of things will you be doing here today at the show? So here today, I'm going to be, I was just judging the Calzone competition. I was kind of just thrown into that. Um, not a big <laughs> Calzone guy. <laughs> you know, I, it's not my thing, but I, I, I judged uh, with an iron fist, I guess. Uh, I judged harsh, but it was, it was needed. Um, I'm going to be walking around, tasting everything. Um, and then switching off with Massimiliano back and forth but, on making um, some pizza. In terms of what you're making at your booth, though, uh, do you, are you going to be doing any uh, stuffed uh, So we're going to be doing pizzas? some stuffed stuff. We're going to be doing more of the traditional Roman-style pizza because the people who haven't tried Roman-style pizza, this is their chance, right? Yeah. People who live in the Midwest where it doesn't exist yet, we want them to taste the traditional version so that they could then either come to our school or, you know, Come I, take our class. I want to show or just you. Try to do it on their own. Well, I think that makes sense that you want to have them experience sort of the the foundational version. Yeah, man. Before you should, but the I, foundations, but, but, but the Ma, fundamentals. Masmo has a uh, a version in, in my book in Pizza Quest. Yes, right on page one fifty three. Yep, the double stuff double Roman stuff style. Roman style. And that's a photo he sent me. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's like it, it in a way, it's almost like a calzone. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's great, and and. That's the, be- the once again. That's the beauty of Roman style pizza. You could stuff it. You could top it. You could you could cut it in half, and you could make a sandwich with it. Yeah. There's no right or wrong way, and and that's what I love about it is it, there's endless possibilities with it. Are there places besides your own pizzeria that are making them? I mean, are there, are the are they starting to proliferate across the United States? So I mean, look, we're teaching you know hundreds of students a month. Uh, some of them are implementing it into their existing pizzerias. Some of them are opening new pizzerias. Um, some of them come in, just want to learn, and a lot of home bakers want to learn how oh, to do it. So you get, yeah, yeah, so, so we get all walks of life in there. And um, I think slowly but surely, you're going to start seeing Roman style pop up yeah. in a town near you. There's going to be breakthrough places that will then, uh, you know, like Detroit Pizza was around for 60 years before it tipped over. Correct. And and I think it's I, I predicted five years ago that Roman style is going to be the next big thing. Yeah. And it's and I thought it would happen in two years, but it's it takes know. time. The the thing with Roman style pizza, it's one of the most difficult pizzas to not only master but just to do good. Yeah. You know, there's there's really good Roman style and there's some well, unfortunately just, some really bad. You're working just, with a wetter dough. You're, you're working, working with a wetter dough. You need the proper proper time and temperature for everything and and if you have an existing pizzeria that you're busy with it's hard to then focus all your attention on this one particular dough that has to be so specific and done right you know it, and even even in my place there's challenges with you know the walk-in temperature yeah if busy being busy opening the door closing the door who's making the dough today is the yeast perfect so there's so many variables uh, yeah. to have a consistent product. Now, for listeners who are not in the in the profession, uh, thank you for bringing those chairs, guys. We're we're, we're live here yeah. at, the, at the show, and we just got some more chairs so we can have some people sit around. Um, the uh, uh, if they if people are, are baking them at home, can they get the pans like? Does Lloyd Pans, for instance, have a pan that they can buy on the internet so, that would be the right pan to use, or what do you recommend? Yeah, Lloyd Pans has a pan. Um, I'm not sure that it's blue steel. It might be aluminum. Is um, blue steel preferred? 
Blue Steel is very preferred. So uh, Fiero sells all the uh, all the tools and equipment for oh. Roman style pizza. Oh, so you so people can order from you. Yeah. So from from the Fiero group, we have we actually have a list. It's called Massimo and Rob's list. There's Blue Steel pans. There's the pan grabbers. There's the cooling racks. There's everything you need for Roman style pizza. And me and Massimiliano actually handcraft not hand we didn't make it by hand, but we designed the pan grippers. Oh. We designed. Um, we handpicked which pans we wanted imported from Italy. The the cooling racks, we picked the ones that we like. So everything you you see on there from the scissors to the pans is something that we hand selected that we personally use in our pizzerias. Uh, that's interesting. So in addition to like so for people who who just have things at home, you can you can jerry rig all these things, but to do it the authentic sort of the, the way that, that that you guys do it, yeah, the tools we, exist. We use just about every tool possible, <laughs> and we know what works and what doesn't. And we asked uh, Peter from the Fiero Group, hey, can you build us a pan grabber that has uh, a hook on each side uh -huh. that hooks into the pan where it doesn't wiggle? He's like, yes, absolutely, nice. I'm going to build it. And, and that's what they did, and, and you're left with a perfect pan grabber that people in Europe are now ordering from Fiero. That's that's cool. So we'll let people who are listening know how they can do that. But, but let's do that now before we forget. Fiero, is there like a, uh, I think a it's FieroCasa.com. Fiero, F-I-E-R-O, -E like a Pontiac Fiero. Um, yeah. <laughs> the FieroCasa.com, and they have Casa. all the tools and everything you need for... Um, for the Roman style pizza, or you can just use keywords and go through Google. You can go, yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Roman style pizza tools, yes. whatever. But, yeah, but, be but there. what you want is to is to see what Rob and Ma Massimiliano are recommending. Yeah, and, and and also if if you guys have any questions, they could email, uh, they could text me on, uh, send me a message on Instagram. Um, so I'm, I know you're I'm, now. What's your what's your so Instagram my Instagram handle? is at Rob Cervoni at um, Rob and my Cervoni, business, yeah, C E R V O N I. Correct, and my uh, my business page is at Talio Pizza. So, I'll tell you. A -L at, no, at, at, at Talio oh, Pizza. Talio, just Talio Pizza. So you can find me at both pages. If you message those pages, it's me responding to you. I run both pages. That's awesome. Um, so, I, you know, people are sending me questions, and I'm happy to answer all of them. So so you've got, in addition to being a, having a school that you do, that you co-teach with Massimiliano and you partner up with Fiera, you also have your own freestanding pizzeria yeah, so of your I, own. I have my own brick and mortar location. Talio. Yeah, it's called Talio. It's in um, it's in Mineola, Long Island. Uh, consistently has won best pizza on Long Island. Uh, recently, we were ranked one of the best in the nation. You know, I, 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 I try to do the right thing. I have all the top quality ingredients. I, I do thing the way I would want my pizza served to me. And, and I like to represent for Long Island, right? Because Long Island is overshadowed by Brooklyn yeah, and Manhattan yeah. and Queens. But if you come to Long Island, there's some amazing pizzerias Where on Long Island. Where on the island is Mineola? It's literally the center right of the island. The it's really the, island. the hub of Long Island. All the courthouses are there. The main, the main hospital is there. The main train station is there. So it's like a little city in itself. Do you foresee the possibility that once this gets traction and it, the brand itself is established of opening up other locations. Yeah, so I'm currently looking for uh, my next locations. What helped a lot, obviously, is being on television and and winning. That's right. That. We got to talk about yeah. that before we lose. Well, it. that that helped a lot. I mean, customers saw seeing someone seeing a Long Island local on television winning for something like pizza, yeah. which is like you know, pizza's the top of the top <laughs> right, for, right. for interest for people. And you went up against some well-known <laughs> operators. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. so winning that kind of put me on the map for Long Island. That's that's fantastic, uh, and uh, doesn't hurt the brand. But also, you know, like your these competitions, one of the things that they can do for anybody is 
raise your credibility and visibility uh, yeah, I mean, in the, in, in, among the community of pizza freaks. Listen, I, if you go on on Food Network and you win a a, 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 a a competition like Chop that millions of people watch yeah. and they rerun over and over, you definitely get some street cred. <laughs> you, got, exactly, you know what I mean? Exactly. So. Um, I remember when Nino won. Yeah, and and uh, Nino and there was another pizza competition on shop with with four luminaries in the yeah, pizza world. Yeah, and yeah. Nino Caniglio, one of Correct. our you know yeah. friends and regulars yeah. on pizza. Nino is one of my mentors, one yeah. of a really great friend. And, and he's actually, a Brooklyn guy, so you're yeah. you 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 were up against the Brooklyn yeah. rep. So basically, uh, what's going to happen now? Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'll say it anyway. Is that they're going to be doing a Chop Champion series? So they're going to be doing two more pizza episodes. So the winner, the four winners of those four of those pizza episodes are now going to go against it's each other. It's a tournament of champions. <laughs> in, a, in a chop champion series. So right now it's me and Nino Coniglio and two, yep. and two other and, winners. And, and you know they're going to be formidable. Yeah. And oh, absolutely. I mean, Nino is. He himself uh, is formidable. Uh, is, yeah. Uh, I'm a little nervous to go. Nino rarely enters honest. a competition that he doesn't expect to win. Yeah, you know? man. And, you know, for me, uh, going up against Nino, I'd be happy to get second place. So. Yeah, well, that that would be a win in itself. But but you're you're a star who's who's uh, ascend in the ascending mode, you know. Yeah, I'm getting up there. I, you know, it's well. Well, tell us about the chopped experience before we run out of time. Because yeah, so I think ch- people love to hear sort of like what it's like to be, to do a chopped thing and what some behind the scenes. Yeah, though. yeah. So behind the scenes, how they found me was they literally sent me a message on Instagram. They said, "Hey, we love what you're doing. Um, we're we're doing a pizza themed episode, and we want to pit against." different styles of pizza because there's so many and we really don't know anybody else doing Roman style so would you be interested I said yeah sure at first I thought it was I thought it was a phony yeah, uh, right, a phony right. thing I'm being but played then, here. you know I, I did some interviews um, they came to the pizzeria to see who I was and you know I was who I said I was I made them some pizzas they're like you'd be perfect for the show um, can you film in October I said absolutely so I get there you don't know who you're going up against um, you get there and, and it's five in the morning and you start making pizzas at nine o'clock. You don't know what's in there. Are you allowed basket. to bring your dough? Do they give you anything that uh, they yeah, have? So, so they made all the dough. Um, you give them the recipe. They make it. Obviously, there's well, not many You're really that, at yeah, their mercy. Yeah, you're at their mercy. But they didn't. They said that they wouldn't really be judging the dough. Um, <laughs> but but I helped out their corporate chef on how to how to make that dough. Oh, good, good. Um, so it all worked out, and uh, every is round. Is the equipment really good there when you get where you so get? So no, cook? so you, you know that's the funny thing. There's no pizza oven. You're using a regular standard uh-huh. uh, culinary uh-huh. oven that yeah. you find in any kitchen, and you're getting you're given a basket of ingredients that you have no idea what it is, and you got to make it work. Well, of course, I, I and I missed this episode. Can you tell us? Give us an example of what one of your baskets was. So one of the baskets, uh, like the second basket, was bison sausage, uh, kung pao chicken, <laughs> and. Um, uh, what else was it? It was uh, kale, so and honeycomb. Honeycomb, honeycomb. honeycomb. Wow. Yeah. So basically, so there's always I, something in that box that like, yeah, like what am so I going to do? It's, it's very obscure. So I basically made a version of, of I had the bison sausage, and it just so happened that in the kung pao chicken there was uh, peppers and onions. So it was kung pao chicken with peppers and onions seasoned in that kung pao sauce. So I actually took the peppers and onions out. I had sausage, I had peppers, I had onions. Was so there I, peanuts in that kung pao? There was peanuts in it, but I, I didn't use those. You didn't use those, okay. So I, I made a, a bison sausage, pepper, and onion pizza with a fried kale salad on top, and I made my own hot honey. And that's, honey a, and that's one of the things, that you put it on top, and that's a, a signature of 
one way of doing Roman style pizzas is, is the ingredients go on after it comes out of the oven. Yeah, so I, I bake the, the 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 mozzarella, the peppers and onions first, then I put the sausage on, and then I, I, I dressed it with that um, hot honey kale, fried kale salad on top, and it came out great. And that was your, was that your first course? Or that was second? my that was the second course. So you so you survived the first round. You're in the second round now. Yeah. You clearly survived the, the, the yeah, final round. I, I survived to the final round. Now they give you a dessert. Who were you up against? In, um, in, in the, I was in up the competition? Uh, uh, Miriam Wiskin, um, uh, this guy Michael Carter out in Philly at Down North Pizza, and John Carruthers, who is based out of Chicago. And he um, he does like uh, pizza for charity and out of his home, out of his house. So. And, and so, who was doing the Detroit style? So Michael Carter out of Philly was doing Detroit. I was doing I Roman, th- obviously. I think I have seen him on there before. Yeah, down yeah. north pizza. He's got a great story. I mean, he yeah. he was uh, he like, was incarcerated, incarcerated for a little right. bit. And he hires other people. Yeah, second co- chance. Correct. Up, and, and he and yeah. he's a chef. He's a I great. I saw him in another competition show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then uh, Miriam's based out of Brooklyn. And, so um, that was the, the New York style. Well, you were up she, against. Yeah, she does a New York, like a neo New York uh, uh-huh. style pizza. So I was up against her, and uh, you know, one by one they started to fall. And thank God I was I was the last man so, standing. So I and this is sort of behind the, the curtain stuff, but you know, like there's always these cutaways to you talking to the camera. Yeah. Does, does that happen after it's over? Or every it- every. So you you do all your cooking. Yeah. And then at the end, you sit in a chair for three hours, and they make you rehash every single thing you did and talk in the talk as if you're in the moment doing it there. Wow, yeah, it's, it's TV magic it's TV. is yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. It's it's a crazy experience. So the so the 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 competition itself, how long did that actually take to go through the the three all, courses? All, and all get day. In I think I got the call time was five a.m. Um, I didn't get out of there till about nine thirty at night. But but some of that was afterwards. But how about how about the actual filming of the cooking side of it? Filming of the cooking is quick. It's, it's like uh, real time. Kind yeah, of? it's uh. in real time. It's it's you get a thirty minute uh, time clock, so it you get thirty minutes for each round to make a pizza. What so, did you do for your dessert course? Oh man, that, I struggled on that one. So they gave me vegan pepperoni. They gave me. Uh, <laughs> caramelized freeze-dried pineapple and then they gave us a pizza cupcake uh oh that's so yeah yeah, so basically i took the cheese and sauce out of the cupcake i fried it i made like a a, my version of a roman matatozzi so i fried it tossed it in cinnamon sugar what's a matatozzi a matatozzi is like a a brioche bun Uh. that's filled with um whipped cream Uh, uh uh-huh and then they eat it with powdered sugar and they eat it with coffee for for dessert for like a morning like a coffee pastry yeah yeah So I made my version of that. I tossed it in cinnamon sugar, and then I filled it with a chocolate mascarpone. And then I I did some uh, orange zest. And then I took the pineapple and the pepperoni, and I made like a pineapple, uh, pineapple, strawberry, vegan pepperoni jam. And I used that as a dipping sauce for the for the cool. So you were kind of tapping into your your food memory of that particular dish and then cre- re- yeah, reinventing I, I, it. I wanted to stay on brand. I wanted to keep everything Roman-themed Roman, Roman, and yeah. be true to it. You know, so, that's a winning formula. Yeah. I, I remember when Rick Bayless won when Top Chef did the same thing, stayed in his Mexican theme, yeah, uh, and never never tried to be what he wasn't. Yeah, I, I, I didn't I didn't deviate. I stuck to the fundamentals. I didn't take too many risks, and I stayed true to myself. Well, I can't wait to see the Tournament of Champions. Yeah. So this, you actually filmed this a year ago. We're now at the beginning of it's October actually, 2023. Last, last year I was in Atlantic City, and I couldn't tell anybody I was going to film. Yeah. And 
it was literally one week after Atlantic City Expo, and the whole time I was here, it was all I could think about was yeah. in one week from now, none of these people know that I'm going to go on Yeah, because it's a big deal. You, yeah. Yeah. So you then, got it, then you, you filmed it here. When did it actually air? How many it aired years? in March. So, so it took about six months before it got funny enough. I filmed it a week after Pizza Expo in AC, yeah. and then it aired while Pizza Expo in Vegas was on, so I watched the episode in Las Vegas with a bunch of my I pizza remember friends. getting invited to that yes. screening and I couldn't go. Yes, yeah. Oh my yep. gosh. So we did a screening at uh at um at that Vinny pizza Rotolo's place. Yeah, place yeah, 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 yeah. Oh boy. So that's the episode that I missed when I was in Vegas. Yeah. So yeah. now I've got to like I guess go on the web and yeah, find you, out when it's going to air again. You could see it on um they have it on HBO Max or Discovery Plus and it's also on YouTube. So if you are a paid subscriber to any cable, you just sign in and they let you watch it for free. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. All right, I'm going to track it down. So, yeah. do you remember the number? Did it, the number of the episode? So, is uh, season 54, episode 14. Episode 14. And the 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 episode is called uh, "Wanna Pizza Me." Wanna so, pizza. I think if you just type in "chopped Wanna Pizza Me," it'll pop wanna up. Pizza me, pizza me. Yeah. Okay. All right, Rob. This is, this is exciting. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Thank on you so that. much. Thank I mean, you. suddenly. I mean, I mean, you're the same guy that you were before the competition, but now everybody thinks that. You uh, think if you in a different way, they yeah, see you through a different lens. It's funny right? how that works, you know. Yeah. Well, well, that means that you've arrived, and now, and now people are gunning for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I wouldn't want it any other way. Cool. Well, uh, all right, so you're judging here at the at this expo, this competition yeah, today. Yeah. Tomorrow. And tomorrow you'll be judging, and, and you'll be at the booth the rest of the time. So I'm going to circle around and come by and see it, you later on. It was, it was so great to do this, and you're a legend in yourself. Well, your book, I've owned your book for many, many years, all of them, and keep doing what you're doing, and this is great. Well, it was Rob, an honor to be here, really. Well, thanks, and it's an honor to have you on. Yeah. Well, we can say, we knew you when. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And everybody, go get Pizza Quest. It's amazing. There's some great Roman pizza recipes in there. Yeah, there's a beautiful Massimiliano, yeah. your, your, your teaching partner yeah. and mentor. Is, uh, is featured in the book. And, and if we get a Pizza Quest 2, then we'll get one of yours in there. Hopefully, hopefully That was one of the rules happen. of the game was in order to be in the book, they have had to have appeared on Pizza Quest. I've been interviewed. Okay, there so you go. So we had had Mase on, uh, you know, in the well, future. Let's, let's do it. So, I'm always ready. All right, Rob. All right. Well, we'll see you throughout Pizza Expo, and uh, and I'll see you again probably in Vegas. Yep, for but sure. But if not, if not sooner. You got uh, it. Congratulations. One more time, it's Talio. Talio Pizza in Mineola, Long Island. And that's spelled T-A-G-L-I-O. T-A-G-L-I-O. And you could find me at Talio Pizza on Instagram or at Rob Cervoni on Instagram. You heard it right here. Thank you all for listening to Pizza Quest. Rob, we'll see you around and we'll see all of you on the next episode. Pizza Quest is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.